Hello, figure fans, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of AF... What's our podcast called? <laughs> Jeez. We, we took a hiatus. AFW, we're, holy shit. We're wow. live, pal. We're live, pal. <laughs> Leave that in. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Of uh, course. And yeah. just like that, all Cartman rolls are null and void Man. because our moderator is incompetent. <laughs> it's late. I had a very busy month. I had to do like 100 tax returns in the last like week. So Stop getting audited then. Do what? Stop getting audited then. I didn't get audited. That's my, one of my job duties. So, And I got a promotion, so I, I have to do that job on top of my other job duties that I got assigned. You so, didn't get a promotion. You just got more jobs. <laughs> no, I got a promotion. It's, it's pretty good. Pretty good little promotion. So uh, anyways, we are here for, for season, season two. two. Want to start for season two? It it's all downhill from here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm actually excited for season two because these guys have both. uh, We ended on a big, super, super show. Both these guys went balls to the wall, all in, all out. Uh, Figure photography will be up within 48 hours or so of this, or some penalties will be assigned. And I do love to roll the dice. So we'll discuss penalties when and if they happen. Um, we've got that list made up. We've had it made up for a while and I haven't got to roll for any of them. So I'm kind of itchy to. No, uh, but I'm also. You did it once. Did I go for one? Yeah. One, only one. Yeah. But, yeah, you suspended uh, Randy Orton. Oh, that's right. And it didn't really matter. So, but yeah. yeah. So, so, but we. Are now we took time. These guys kept some guys on the roster and then redrafted the rest of it. And interested to see because a lot of familiar faces jumped ship from one brand to the other. Uh, and so I'm interested to see kind of what storylines we get coming out of Figurecade and coming into brand new rosters for season two. So, guys. Introduce myself. I am Jerry Cook, aka Jerry Damage, aka that's right, the MEWF heavyweight champion of the world. Bask in his glory. So, thank you, Joey Hudson, for producing that. Shout out, Joey. You still suck. Out, but Joey. We love you. Yeah. You suck, Joey. You suck, Joey. You ain't the god that's, no more. That's, the fact that we we had Nick Gage do a do a cameo for us or do an intro, and Dan Housen did a, a cameo intro for one of the pay per views too for season one. And that's pretty. And Horns yeah, Horns Mance Warner. I mean, we got some we got some hitters. Season one had some pretty good. Uh, season two, the gonna fact have some that we got Nick stuff. Gage to cut a promo on Joey was just. Plus, Nick Gage said I was gang affiliated, and I will put that on my tombstone when I die. Yeah, and Dan Housen did call me Jerry Housen, so I was pretty, you know, I did pop for that one. So, right, still blocked. Yeah, so that's memories <laughs> from season one, but season two it shouldn't have been a dick. Yeah, teach you, Dave. Dave's a heel by nature. Dave, oh, yeah. the dick doll. I got a flagpole broken over my head, guys. You do. He's, he's and you were still so. unsympathetic doing that, man. How do you do it? Because I'm a dick. <laughs> It's okay. We Triple still D, Dave the Dick Doll. Yeah, no. DDD. Please don't. Uh, I already have enough D's in my name. And I'm about to become Daredevil Two Belt or Daredevil Dual Belts. Dual Belts, yeah. Daredevil Dual Belts. 
Dave Daredevil so. dual belts doll. Should, should we let Dave uh, do his intro? Yeah. We're already off the rails. <laughs> your friend, your hero, your My House Sports Gear sponsored athlete, the king of the dial boat, Retro Mania Wrestling Superstar, or the Virgil, if you will, the foundation of Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators and IWA Vintage, the IWA Vintage Colonial Champion, and soon to be the IWA Vintage Heavyweight Champion, Daredevil Two Belts, the Daredevil himself. It's not Daredevil Two Belts, Daredevil Dual Belts. Like I remember that. Dave Dahl and season two of Breakdown is gonna be bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Like you do, do not believe the long term plan that I have planned out. Yeah, I, I don't know. You guys have not uh, really bounced any ideas off me or anything, so I don't really know. I did. Um you kinda well you had the one that um the long term. Long term that we had to scrap because um, no, I have the other long term that I switched to. Okay, I don't I told know if you I know about. that one. Yes, you do. Yeah. Okay, I think I do know. Yeah. yeah I'll be around some Peek behind the curtain, there was uh, Dave did draft for one of his secret picks somebody who um, would have been <laughs> that storyline would have been awesome, would have had a huge payoff. But the figure for it is not going to be out until we we did the math on it, and we figured season out three. that the figure will not be out until season three. Um, so or Dave was like, season two "He's not booked, Terry. Yeah, just it would not have worked." So, so uh, in the interest of fairness, I told Dave he could uh, read pick somebody as long as it's not uh, one of Dylan's picks, and he did so, and he's got another uh, bang up storyline ready to go. But that one would have been would have been a cool one to, to have pulled off. Um, and it was a smart pick on your part too. That was a. <laughs> hey, I still that. got it because of the backstage yeah. deal made with Dylan to reveal. Yeah, we we picks. made some. So there was yeah. some backstage wheeling and dealing. So and there it, was a it, trade it, made it as well. Um, for this and stuff, but I I won't disclose the trade just in case you guys want to do surprises on that one. Um, but there was a trade made already and things just you know in the off season while we were. Working on things. Um, Dylan, oh, and, you didn't and introduce yourself. I was so. about to say, and by the way, yeah. I am the uh, the head of the Carnage all over brand. The, place tonight. the the indie brewer, the the now award winning brewer. Uh, that's right. I took second in a competition in the off time, so I'm officially an award winner. Uh, MDK gang affiliated. Dylan Housen, the Tony Deppin of wrestling figure collecting. And now an official bartender, I guess. I'm slinging beers, filling glasses, kicking asses. So uh, let's let's get this show on the road. I'm excited for season two. I've got some. Uh, I've, I've got a a whole word document of what I'm calling long term plans, and it's just like here's. I just looked at my roster and I was like, I want to see this match, and I want to see this match, and I want to see this match, and I want to see, th-, and just wrote a bunch of them down. And now I get to play this game of connect the dots and make a cohesive story out of it. So. That's the best I'm way. excited. I'm excited. So, <clears throat> gentlemen, in the honor of Triple H, I have to ask, are you ready? Is Carnage going over? Uh... Is he? Uh, who, who's got Triple H? I don't I think do. he's with. Yeah, he's with. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't have him. I was thinking he stayed with the uh, breakdown. Cause like all the DX guys stayed on breakdown. 
which is mm-hmm. which is smart because I mean, and I picked up the last two. Yep. Woo-hoo. So, all right, we'll break down. We did a roll to randomize who would go first this time. Uh, it was actually pretty close, but breakdown lost. So, Dave, you are up first, sir. Let me go to my handy dandy online stopwatch, stopwatch.net. No, I'm not lying. That's actually what it is. It's stopwatch.net. So, how's that for a cheap on. plug? Most people just use their phone, but you know, well, I don't want to run my battery down. So, suck it. Jerry's efficient. Well, good thing we didn't have to call you tonight, Ben. We did not. <laughs> so, I was here. I did not fall asleep. Woo-hoo. All right. 30 minutes on the clock, sir. Are you ready? I'm ready. Countdown. Three, two, one, go. Wrestling action figures needed an alternative. They needed a new era. They needed a change. Ladies and gentlemen, AFW is that change. Welcome to AFW Breakdown! Here we are, born to be kings, we're the princes of the Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to AFW Breakdown. I am on a Highlander kick, so that is the new theme song of Breakdown. Tonight, we will see some of the tur- the events that happened from Figure Cave and the outcome of those. So tonight, we're going to kick it off with our new general manager, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the new general manager of AFW Breakdown, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle in his seat, and his metal around his neck. He gets in the ring, he grabs the mic. Ladies and gentlemen, as you may have saw at Figurecade, I suffered some serious back injuries. And I'm no longer fit to compete. But because of Ellering getting hit in the head with a bat towards the end of the night, he has decided he'd rather stay behind the commentary desk than be in charge of breakdown. Commissioner Jerry Cook asked me if I would take his place. And I said, without a shadow of a doubt, I would. So... That being said, we have some more business to attend to, and we're going to get right into it right now. And gets cut off. Bret Hart makes his way up, gets in the room, and he tells Angle, Angle, see, you got in the ring with the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, but I put you out. For a reason, I put you out because you 
could never stop running in your mouth saying you were better than me because you won an Olympic gold medal. Well, I grew up in the dungeon where tough men were really creative. So that is why I injured you. And I think I might just do it again if you don't shut the hell up. And just as he finished saying that, No way, they can't see He jumped and played time. He just wants Kurt Angle's pick. The Rock goes out, he's pumped up. Bouncing on the stage. Grabs the mic. Grabs the microphone. Bret Hart, you candy ass. You need to shut up and listen to me before I come down there and lay the smack down on you. You see... You hurt my friend Kurt because you thought he was talking about you and being better than you. And you needed to prove him wrong. But you see, you jabroni, now you're pissed off the pie-eating. The Rock, you pissed him off and he's come to break down because Angle... I forgot the line. Shut up, Dylan. Kurt Angle was smart off to draft me when Carnage dropped the ball and left me on the board. So, Brett, come the first pay-per-view in your face. It will be the great one. Go one-on-one with the Rudy Poo Canadian candy ass, Brett Hart. And I will avenge Angle's injuries that night. That crowd's going crazy because The Rock just showing up. And he hears music and The Rock raises his arm, puts the eyebrow up, and he leaves as he fades the commercial. We come back from commercial. Making his way to the ring. Accompanied by Sting. Darby Allen. Darby makes his way to the ring. Sting and his skateboard. The two men beat the brood in a first blood tag team match. I'm the pre-show figure cage because there's just way too many matches on the card. And his opponent... Making his AFW debut. And if I can find his music. I gotta get his actual new music that he had made off of him. Uh, <laughs> and use that. But Lindsay makes his way to the ring. Darby Allen and Lindsay start going at it. They're going back and forth. Very, very different kind of matchup than Darby's had in a while. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Edge comes into the ring and attacks both Lindsay and Darby, beating them down, beating them down. Sting slides in to make the save, and Edge walks off and gets the mic. Edge hits him the mic. He goes, You two might have beat me. And that lame brain that I had as a partner. But the powers 
are coming and that in your face it will be me, Edge, and a mystery partner versus you two in a tag team casket match. What do you say? Edge looks at Darby. Darby's afraid because of what happened with the casket last year where he got possessed by the powers of the Undertaker in that casket. He doesn't want anything to do with it. And Sting looks at him and goes, we got to do it. We got to do it. Sting turns around and goes, you're on. And we fade to commercial. We come back from commercial. The tag team champion Shawn Michaels and Triple H make their way to the ring. Accompanied by China. The ninth wonder of the world. DX comes out. They get on the mic. They go, we got a couple announcements for you. One. Please welcome to the AFW. The ninth wonder of the world. China. Two, the women's division is getting started here next week. And China is part of it. And she will be the first AFW Breakdown Women's Champion. And three, if you miss Fingercade, but those bums and those losers, the outsiders, cost breakdown. The first draft pick. And the bragging rights of the brands at the biggest show of them all. And you see, they're nothing but bums. They're nothing but failures. It's the reason why the clique broke up in the first place last year. Because those two couldn't pull their weight, even with us interfering and bringing our backup X-Pac with us, they still couldn't get the job done. Shawn Michaels taking a break from the mic, and you see him go back to say some more, and you hear the outsiders come out, Hall and Nash, Hall grabs the mic as they get in the ring, China powders, but Triple H, Shawn Michaels stays in, Hall's like, hey yo, we know you too aren't talking about us, Chico. Because if we had to say anything, you guys want to be where you were last year if was it for us being your little runaround, boys. And as soon as Hall gets that line out, out of nowhere, here comes X-Pac blasting Kevin Nash with a chair, blasting Scott Hall with a chair, and just beating them down. DX leaves Hall and Nash laying as they walk off. And we fade to commercial. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is scheduled for one fall. Making his way to the ring. Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso looking kind of pissed off. He was in that main event three-way match. That's all Rey Mysterio win back the breakdown championship. And his opponent... Making his AFW debut. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Making his way to the ring. Kofi Kingston. Kofi gets to the ring with all the energy and clapping by himself. 
gets in the ring. Him and Ciampa go right at it. Back and forth match. Kofi gets in the boom. The boom drop, right? Yeah, boom drop. I don't know why I'm having brain fart in this stuff tonight. The boom drop. He gets in the boom drop. He hits a flying cross body. Goes for cover one, two. Ciampa kicks out. Ciampa's selling up. Tommaso's looking kind of weary. Goes for the trouble in paradise. This Kingston. Tommaso ducks. Kicks him in the gut. Fairy tale ending. One, two, three. Here's your winner. Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa gets on the mic. Grabs him and goes, Ray, you got lucky at figure Cade. You had more time to prepare for the both of us than we did to prepare for you because we didn't know if you'd be at it or not. So, Ray, with that being said, I want a one-on-one title match that I deserve for winning the over-the-top match. And I want it in your face. I want that match at the first pay-per-view of this season. And Tommaso walks off as we fade to commercial. We come back from commercial. And we're 17.32 left. Join in the ring. By the X-Division champion. Mr. Brody Lee. Brody Lee walks out. The exhibition title. He holding it up high. He gets in the ring. And he starts attacking Kofi Kingston, who's still kind of laying out from the fairytale ending. And he's beating down Kofi. All of a sudden, here comes Woods. And Big E, Woods is down first, but Woods gets stopped at the apron as he's trying to climb up. Arms have reached out from underneath the ring, and he's grabbing him. He's grabbing him. Whoever is grabbing him from under the ring, holding Woods in place. Big E comes running. He gets cut off with a big uppercut on the outside by John Silver. Silver has just uppercutted Big E's head off. Brody Lee walks over. Grabs Woods by the hair and pulls him in the ring. Throws him off the ropes. Hits the big discus clothesline, taking his head off. Then Silver comes in, picks him up, throws him in. Another big discus clothesline to Woods. And Brody gets on the mic and he says, Join the Dark Order. As we fade to commercial. We come back and we see John Laurinaitis standing in the back like he's getting ready for an interview. In walks Randy Orton. Randy Orton looks at him and goes, Ha! John Laurinaitis. It is good to be on the A show finally. You know, the legend killer had some fun over on Carnage. Had some decent matches, but here on Breakdown, I'm going to be at the top of my game. I will be the legend killer here on Breakdown. But I won't just be the legend killer. I'll just be the killer because I'm going to mow through 
everybody I face. And you can take that to the bank because you know when you mess with a snake, you're going to get bit. And Johnny Ace is just looking at him kind of confused. Orton pats him on the back and walks away as we fade to commercial. We come back from commercial. Making his breakdown debut. Making his way to the ring. To the head of the table. Roman. Reigns. Reigns slowly walks to the ring. Looking at all the breakdown faithful. And he gets in the ring as he awaits his opponent. And his opponent. Making his way to the ring. The Black Ranger. Black Ranger comes excitedly down to the ring to wrestle Roman Reigns. Super excited. Gets in the ring. Ref rings the bell. Roman wastes his little time. Big Superman punch. Picks him up. Spares him for his trouble. One, two, three. Here's your winner. Roman Reigns. Roman. Ooh, I'm just looking at the crowd nastily. Looks back at the Ranger. Grabs him and starts beating him down more. Just prove the point he's here to destroy people. Out of nowhere, Vince Dorado slides in the ring and delivers a drop kick, sending Roman Reigns out. Roman's pissed, looking at him, pissed off. Vince grabs the mic. He goes, listen, Roman, you may be the big dog, but I'm the Lucha Lit Cat. And up in your face, it's going to be another classic cat versus dog match because I'm going to kick Yes, and that is Lucha, Lit, Lucha, 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 as we fade to commercial. Man, some pay-per-view matches going already. Let's see. We come back, Angle's in his office, and walks Chris Jericho, Jericho goes, Angle, we never really seen eye to eye in our whole career. But Ellering made a deal with me. And I want to know, are you going to uphold that deal? He made a deal with me to get rid of Piper. And I did just that in the Hollywood Backlot Brawl. But are you going to uphold it? He told me I would get an Intercontinental title shot whenever I wanted it. And I'm cashing it in now. I want it now. I wanted that in your face. Angle looks down and goes, Jericho, Ellery made that deal with you. I will uphold it. You will face Punk at In Your Face for the Intercontinental Championship. That's what you wanted. That's what you got. Now if you could excuse me. As Jericho's walking out the room, in walks Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man goes, Kurt Angle, I know 
You did a lot to get me here on breakdown. And you brought some other familiar faces from Carnage. But you know you got the cream of the crop here with me. So Angle, I want to shake your hand and introduce myself. And I want to tell you I will be your next world champion. If it's the last thing I do. Dig it. Oh, yeah. As the two gentlemen shake hands and we fade the commercial. And ow, that hurts your throat. Why did I want Macho Man? If I'd have known your impression was that bad, I'd have just kept him, man. Goodness. Oh, it was not that bad. But I'm also trying to be a little quiet so I don't wake up my household, too. So That's fair. That's fair. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Making the way to the ring. The New Day. New Day making their way to the ring. Showing signs of a beatdown by, I guess, the, we're calling them the Dark Order here. Brody Lee and John Silver earlier. Get to the ring. They're not looking too thrilled about this. Ladies and gentlemen, and their opponents, making their AFW Breakdown debuts. Billy Gunn and Road Dog, the new eight outlaws. Billy Gunn and Road Dog make their way down in the ring, crotch chopping, having a good old time, getting the ring. And the match starts. Woods and Big E are in no condition to be in this match. But they outlaws lay into him. But finally, Woods gets some momentum. Starts fighting back. Tags and Big E. Big E starts using some of his strength. He's gained back. Hitting some bigger moves on him. Outlaws look in trouble. And just when you think they're going to come back, DX comes in. Starts beating down the New Day. The New Day is getting beat up by all four men. I guess DX is about to get a little bigger. DX is just beating them down. Outlaws kicking them, stopping them. Just New Day can't even handle it. Kofi is destroyed somewhere, probably still in the trainer's office. Out of nowhere, the outsiders come running down. They start getting the advantage on DX. Start beating them up, beating them up. Out of nowhere again, here comes X-Pac. X-Pac puts the advantage back in. DX's favors, they still beat down New Day and the Outsiders. And just then, you hear the familiar sound that is. There's no way. There's no way. He's not here. He has not jumped ship. He would never jump ship. It can't be. It is. It's Hogan. Hulk. Hogan. Hogan makes his way. So we gotta win. X-Pac makes him on the ramp. Throws that one punch. Hogan knocks him down. Billy Dunn. Wide punch. Hogan knocks him down. Road Dog again. Wide punch. Knocks him down. Gets to the ring. Triple H. It's a big boot. Shawn Michaels throws a punch. Hogan gets hit with it. 
does the no. Shakes his hand. The whole time the music's playing. The whole time the music's playing. Shakes his hand. No, no, no. Goes for another punch. Block, punch, block, punch. Sends Shawn Michaels off the ropes. Big boot. Leg drop. DX has fleed. They grab Sean and pull him away. China has come out and starts yelling at him too. Everybody in DX has cuddled together. And just then, Xavier Woods comes running. Comes running. And he gets a little help from Big Sexy with a big backdrop over the rope. And takes out all of DX on the outside. Gets up, hops in the ring. DX, NWO, and New Day celebrating in the ring. Holding the, the wolves up. The two sweets up. Two sweet and everybody. And the outsiders and the NWO start yelling at DX as we fade to commercial. And we come back from commercial. And we are joined in the ring by the Intercontinental Champion, CM Punk. CM Punk gets in the ring, grabs a mic, he says, listen. Jericho got his match, but the thing is, I am the best in the world, and I can beat anybody, including Jericho. I can beat anybody on this roster, on Carnage's roster, on the free agent list. I can beat anybody. And just then you hear... And CM Punk looks in shock. As the Ultimate Warrior comes swinging down the ring. Comes swinging down through the ring. Fire off, shaking the ropes. He gets in the ring, Punk Powder. Warrior running off, up and on down the ropes. Up and down the ropes. Shaking his arms. Out of nowhere, RKO! RKO out of nowhere by Randy Orton. And Randy Orton gets up, pumped up. Gets, throws his arms out in his familiar pose. And he just, he's celebrating. One of the biggest RKOs he's ever hit is he just hit the RKO on the legend, the ultimate warrior, as we fade to commercial. How much time do I got, Jerry? 521. I'm sorry, no, 428. 428. Perfect. Megan is way to the ring. The NFW Breakdown World Heavyweight Champion. Ray comes out wearing orange and black, celebrating, holding the title, and gets on the mic. He goes, you all know that you all thought I want to beat my son Dom to get into that three-way match in the main event of Figure King. Well, they'll win the three-way match against Eddie and Tommaso Ciampa to become the champion for a second time. Well, I did it, I say. And he's doing a little shoulder shake. I am now your world champion once again. And Tommaso, you wasted no time. You wasted no time trying to get your title shot. You know what? I agree with you. You deserve your one-on-one title shot that you deserve for winning over the top. So in your face, Tommaso Ciampa, me and you one-on-one. For the world title. Sounds like a great idea. So you're on. 
And as soon as he says you're on, he gets turned around, kicked in the gut, picked up, dropped, fairy tale ending right on the title belt, and a familiar scene to Monster Champa grabbing the belt and holding it up, standing over Rey Mysterio as we fade to black on the first episode of season two. Dun, dun, what dun. a lot of stuff happened. What a big episode. <clears throat> Sorry, setting up some pay-per-view matches too. Not just hinting at stuff, but actually like setting stuff up already. So jump jump right into it, man. You gotta build it. Right back into it, man. It's yeah, season two. Build that first pay-per-view. That first pay-per-view is gonna be a statement of what happens after the big show. Boom. Well, as always, we're gonna take a pause to make a little bit of that money real quick. Take just a brief time out for our sponsors. And now, from AFW Studios, an investigative piece. The song plays in the arena, but no one comes out. Leaving us to ponder, where's Big Dave? Dum dum dum. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, inquiring minds need to know how big is <clears throat> Batista's fig. Uh, it's actually. Well, let's see. Is it in cool. scale? We will compare him to Wardlow. Oh, wait. Hang on. I got the same two figures. Uh, I, I do, too. They're both in box. About equal. About equal. Yeah. Actually, Wardlow's looking kind of bigger than him. Muscular-wise. Well, I mean, Wardlow is freaking... Yeah, but so like so Dave is more cut. Dave. Well, that's, but like, I mean, he, he was, was, he was more... Then, though, too. He's more cut, definitely. He's more cut than Wardlow. Wardlow's just bulky. Like Wardlow's, you know, Big, he's shredded up team. in his own kind of way. But my God, that tag team would be terrifying. But Wardlow, Brock Lesnar, and Batista, and Bobby Lashley in a freaking stable. You can literally powerhouse call them Hobbs, bone crushers, powerhouse Hobbs, oh, and powerhouse Hobbs. Because that dude's huge too. They're all fucking huge, but. Dylan's up for season two. It is now time for Carnage. Dylan Housen, are you ready, sir? I am ready. All right, I'm going to count you down. Three, two, one, go. Oh, here we go. AFW Carnage, never bought, never sold. This week, Carnage begins a new era. We pan into the arena. The crowd is chanting for Carnage.
MJF makes his way down to the ring. He's got his microphone in hand. Ladies and gentlemen, just in case you are deaf, dumb, blind, stupid, or let's be honest, if you're watching this, probably poor. I mean, most of you couldn't afford the pay-per-view anyway, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. We still accept you for whatever trash you are. My name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I am the youngest and fastest rising star in the history of professional wrestling. And as of figure Cade, I am the man in charge of the carnage brand. That's right, folks. I sent old man flair packing to a nice little retirement home with all the other fossils. He let run around last season. Like they own the place. Oh, folks strap in. Because I've done away with the old guard, and we have drafted some of the most gifted professional wrestlers money can pay for to create the best show possible. So enough talking from me. I know my big words hurt your small brain, so let's just kick this thing off with some violence out of two of our newest additions. Seg 2. The crowd is on their feet. The chant rings through the arena. Somebody is about to get their head kicked in. Danielson takes a walk out and just surveys his new home. Rolls down to the ring. Slides in between the ropes. He's bouncing off the ropes. He is fired up and ready for a fight. And his opponent. That smile from Danielson immediately fades to a killer stare as the Miz makes his way down the ramp. Danielson staring a hole straight through Miz. Miz slides into the ring and Danielson is immediately nose to nose with the Miz. The Miz looks confused at first. He said, are you seriously still mad about the whole bang? Brian cracks the Miz with a stiff forearm shot. The Miz hits the mat. Danielson is on top, and he's raining punches from the top. Just brutal MMA strikes. The referee tries to break the two of them up. The match hasn't even officially started. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this thing off. One. Two, Danielson cuts him off. I have till five. He reins in a couple quick shots on the Miz, and then he stands up, and he puts both hands up, and he casually backs up to his corner. Miz is slowly trying to drag himself to his feet as we go ahead and cut to commercial break. Segment number three. We come back for commercial. Danielson. He's got his hands up. He's in his fighting stance, and he's just taking these quick, deliberate shots on the Miz, just really putting his striking on full display with surgical precision. The Miz drops his hands for a second. Danielson's there with a with a quick punch, kick to the leg. He's just really putting it all out there. This is a different Danielson than the Miz has ever seen before. Finally, Danielson taps his face and he puts his hands behind his back he says come on hit me the miz looks confused but he 
cocks back and he just throws a punch with everything he's got in it. Danielson shakes it off. Do it again. Come on. Hit me. Miz just starts punching after punch after punch after punch. And Danielson is unfazed. Finally, the Miz, he cocks that arm back and throws the a punch with everything he's got. Brian kind of staggers back into the ropes. He bounces off the ropes. He comes out with a vicious lariat, drops the Miz inside out. Miz kind of picks himself up to his knees. As soon as he gets to his knees, Danielson is staring right through him. I'm going to show you how these kicks are really done, Mr. Pro. Dragon kicks. I mean, just laying kicks across the chest of the Miz. It sounded like a baseball bat. Just kick after kick after kick, and the Miz is just stunned. Danielson takes a couple steps back and swings a vicious kick to the head of the Miz. Miz drops lifeless. Danielson goes for the cover. One, two, three. Your winner, Brian Danielson. Danielson looks down at the Miz. He reaches out for a handshake. Shakes the Miz's hand as the Miz is still on the ground, kind of covering himself. Danielson rolls out of the ring takes in the crowd chanting as we fade to commercial break. Seg number four. Seth Rollins, John Moxley are sitting in the, in the Shields locker room, but there's a noticeable absence. Seth finally breaks the silence. Man, so what are we going to do without Roman? Moxley takes a second and finally chimes up with well, man, the way I see it, we got two options. We find a new third, or we go our separate ways. Are you serious, John? Look, I don't want to replace Roman any more than you do, but you really think that we should split up over him being drafted elsewhere? Seth, this is the way that it's been for, for years now. I will always have your back. You're still my brother, but I have different priorities than you and Roman did. I'm not sure how many years I have left in this business, and I'm trying to knock off every last name on my bucket list. I am trying to put out the best matches I can. I don't have time to go and play morality police for the roster like you and Roman wanted to. I need to be my own man, Seth. When Roman got sick, it, it, it gave me a new lease on life. I don't know how long any of us have. And so I'm not going to sit idly by and just do the same thing over and over again, Seth. I have to move on and be my own man. Rollins it just looks heartbroken. So, so I guess this is it, huh? This is it for the shield. Seth, if this is how you choose to look at it, I'm not turning my back on you, man. I just can't keep living in the past. Seth Rollins, shoulders drop, and he just says, all right, whatever you say, Mox. Seth walks out, shoulder bumps Moxley on the way out, and slams the door to the locker room. Segment number five.
Samoa Joe makes his way out. The crowd is chanting, Joe, 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 Joe. Doesn't seem to care at all. He has got his sights locked on his opponent who is already in the ring. Joe slides into the ring. Bell rings. Joe goes right after his opponent, hits a big body splash in the corner. Joe drags his opponent to his feet, props him over the ropes, tucks his arms around the top rope, and just lays in a couple vicious chops over, over, over. Till his opponent's chest is starting to look like hamburger meat. Finally, Joe, in an act of mercy, picks his opponent up to the top rope, pops him in the gut, sets him up over his shoulders, Muscle buster to the mat. One, two, three. Joe's music starts to play, but Joe's not celebrating. Joe grabs the cameraman, looks right down the barrel of the camera. This is a warning to the locker room. Every single person here is on notice. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to snap necks and cash checks. Samoa Joe is here, and it's a whole new era for Carnage. Joe pushes the cameraman to the ground and walks up the ramp as we fade to commercial break. Come on, phone. Cooperate. Segment number six. Matt Cardona, he takes a step out and he just storms straight to the ring. Obviously, something is on his mind after that loss at Figurecade where he just vocally gave up in his match with Brian Myers. Cardona grabs the microphone. All right, look, I've stayed quiet after losing my title at Figurecade. Many of you, you think old Matt was a coward for forfeiting the match. The Deathmatch King is always one step ahead. You see, when I set the stipulation for a Deathmatch, I already knew the company was going to make a sign of contract agreeing to the level of violence, signing away any sort of liability for the injuries we may face, yada, yada, yada. But what Brian didn't know is that my lawyer was the one who wrote up the contract. Since I only hire the best in wrestling lawyers, shout out, you know who you are. He slipped in a clause stating that if I were to lose my title due to conditions that I deemed unsafe, then the match would be counted as a no contest. <laughs> the second Brian Myers attempted to cut my face with that light tube, we're immediately in an unsafe working environment. Do you, Marks, know that every time one of those tubes busts and all those gases enter the air, that could have killed me. That is an unsafe working environment. And look, I am the Deathmatch King. We all know this, but wouldn't you guys like to see me wrestle for many more years to come? It's not worth dying in here 
for a death match. So I exercised my legal right, and this match officially is counted as a no contest. So I may have lost, I may have ran away, but legally, I'm still the champion. Brian Myers, I will be here next week. You better show up and you better bring my hardcore championship back to its rightful owner. Cardona drops the microphone, holds up the double birds to the fans as we fade to commercial break. Jerry, how much time do I have, sir? 16-20. I can dig it, sucker. Seg number seven. Brutushausen is sitting in his locker room, and he's counting his stack of cash. One million. Two million. Three million. Hmm. It would appear Brutushausen is now legally a billionaire. But he was so blinded by his newfound riches that he forgot to make sure Mr. F re-signed the shark. Hmm. Yes, yes. This could be quite the issue for Brutushausen. See, now as a legal billionaire, Brutushausen has so much money that he will surely be the target for thieves and bandits of some sort trying to steal Brutushausen's human monies. Hmm. What shall I do about this? Ha, Brutushausen has an idea. Brutushausen will assemble a team of big, strong wrestlers to protect Brutushausen at all costs. Yes, I will. Search the locker room far and wide for the biggest and the strongest wrestlers to save Rudishausen from potential theft of his millions. Rudishausen jumps up and runs out of frame to go find new members for his unnamed stable. Segment number eight. We cut to a video package. It's a graveyard at night. There's a low-hanging fog in the air. Six women in black dresses with sugar skull face paint are carrying a casket slowly pacing. They set the casket down in front of a headstone before each woman lays a red rose across the casket and making the sign of the cross. As they all walk away, the camera zooms in on the headstone as it reads, Soon, the darkness comes to AFW. We fade to commercial break. I know there's not that much time missing, but Jerry, Jerry, what, uh, what time do I have left, sir? 13.54. All right, seg number nine. Kevin Owens makes his way down to the ring. Intercontinental Championship on one shoulder. World Championship on the other. As the Carnage Faithful want answers what in the world was was with 
Kevin Owens' actions after Figure Cade just brutally assaulting the immortal Hulk Hogan. Owens rolls into the ring and he grabs a microphone. Okay, okay, okay. I know, I know, I know. Y'all want answers. I don't think you deserve them, but, 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 as your champion, I will answer all of your questions at some point. But right now, I'm going to put the world championship here. I'm going to hand that to Mr. Official. You better take care of it. And this Intercontinental Championship is on the line. Now, I'm not going to do the same thing that every other Intercontinental Champion in this company has done and do the whole open challenge stick. I know exactly who I want to face. And because I've got a little pull in the back because of the title I just handed over, I got that match. So the man that I am choosing to face in my defense of the Intercontinental Championship is the man that's responsible for me still holding this championship in the first place. Adam Cole, get out here. Adam Cole walks out. He's got that shit-eating grin. That cocky bastard strolls down to the ring as we fade to commercial break. Seg number 10, we come back. KO and Cole are standing in opposite corners. They're staring each other down. Both men stretching out. They're getting ready for what could honestly be an instant classic. They move to the middle of the ring. Both men shake hands. Both men know the code of honor well, and this match is going to be contested under the ring of honor code. They shake hands. They back up to their corner. The ref rings the bell. Owen steps in the middle of the ring. Bam! Drops flat back. Adam Cole slides over. Hits the cover. One, two, three. Your winner and new Carnage Intercontinental Champion, Adam Cole. Kevin Owens just laid down for Adam Cole. The crowd is shocked as the Young Bucks, they run down. All four men pose in the ring with their respective titles. Kevin Owens reaches back. He grabs a mic. All right. You wanted your answers? Now it's time for your answers. You wanted to know why Cole allowed me to win the ladder match? Why he helped me win the ladder match? Do you want to know who took out high times? (laughs) Do you want to know why I attacked Hulk Hogan? Here it is. Adam Cole in that ladder match was my insurance policy. You see, Adam Cole knew that if I won the world title at the end of the night, I would give him a shot at the Intercontinental Championship. So Cole held up his end of the bargain. I retained. Me and Cole, we took out high times. That's right. 
We were the master sailors. We were tired of all the silliness in this company. We did something about it. We also ensured that the Young Bucks would become tag team champions. Now, why in the world would I do all of that? I'll tell you exactly why. I did all of it so that I would have my own backup when it came to Hogan and MWO. What you're looking at right here, these four men, this is the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. We are four of the most talented and yet the most underutilized wrestlers in the business. No matter where we've gone, we have always seemed to become an afterthought. That ends today. We have decided to team up and take over. We refuse to be someone's lackey. We refuse to be seen as just a good hand. We are here to dominate and change the landscape of professional wrestling. Owens drops his microphone. The Young Bucks super kick the camera as we fade to black. Segment number 11, we cut to a doctor walking through the halls of an asylum. Lights are flickering. He looks down at his charts and he lets out a pain sigh. Oh, God. I, this guy is still here. I, he's too far gone. We've all tried and failed. We just can't help this man. The doctor kind of slowly collects himself. He reaches in. He opens the door. He looks. The bed is empty. The man, he's gone. How in the world is this possible? He was restrained. He was chained to the bed. The doctor runs down the hallway. He's calling for backup. The camera zooms in on a wall. as a message scratched into the brick. And it reads, all shall fade to black. As we fade to black. Boom. There it is. <clears throat> all about the boom. <laughs> I, I've been watching a lot of Lucha Underground. It probably shows. Just hand over a title. That's cool. That's well, I, you know, it's not like Hogan would ever do such a thing. Never. I mean, the first time, yes. The second time, no. <laughs> Remember, he didn't want to do it with Jared. fine man it's fine look when when you know what you're worth second strap you know you're worth negative one <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah I am. i'm worth uno. evil uno negative one with all the right result. well two great shows this week Two great shows. Definitely um, kind of excited to see where both go as we head into the first pay-per-view of season two. So, guys, signing off for week number one. I am your commissioner, your MEWF champion, Jerry Cook, saying see you next week.